whatever is the power behind infinite universes but power behind the sun stars gravity growing trees making rivers flow winds blowing all that all that stuff is what we are is here is what is experiencing your experience now and you can sense into it directly and you can feel it and that's the whole quote-unquote path (laughs) it's just to be with that as directly as possible because it's already happening that happens to be how things are we imagine that we are not this amazing force it's overlooked constantly in favor of something really mundane and objective that we've imagined to be the actual situation we've kind of like organized infinity into this little speck which believes that it's outside of infinity it believes that it's outside of the rest of reality and then needs to engage with reality as an outsider but if you feel into it it's like wow that actual aliveness of reality itself is there as what we are you engaging with your life and engaging with reality engaging with apparent other people and situations and things directly as that is incredibly powerful and healing and the implications of it are astounding and incredible because it means all of your problems are made of that it's renowned it's reclaimed as what it truly is which is this liquid gold of reality and then you that's then you're in you're appreciating it for what it is reality awareness consciousness self god etc yeah it seems as if we have to do work on ourselves in, in order for reality to be revealed something has to be different about our experience but what if no matter how it appears it's only reality and it isn't stuck it isn't solid it is more like this kind of flowful free spacious intelligence if you go into any given experience you'll only find the same essence don't worry about how you want it to appear what what kind of qualities you want to experience what's the actual nature of what's here what's the actual truth just feel it for what it is beneath any kind of conceptualization and you will therefore unlock that liquid gold as you reclaim the essence of that experience that was apparently imprisoned by the concepts go into that the simplicity of experiencing that is immediately accessible because it is happening you're listening to the non-duality podcast this is Nick Hyam from nisagayoga.com and here with me is Paul Dobson. What we're pointing to in this podcast always is truth, is reality, is whatever name you wish to give that which is beyond any kind of conceptualization, but that absolutely is that is inexplicable yet all that is known what we're always pointing to is is very simple yet the mind has a problem with that because the mind itself is this kind of complexifying mechanism its job is to conceive to imagine duality and therefore separateness to split the all 
into apparently comprehensible pieces, subjects and objects. So the mind, which is only thought and thought is only conceiving, it's only conception, which ultimately is just awareness. The mind will hear about the simplicity of, of this and it will try to comprehend it. And because it can't, it will conclude that it isn't simple, that it, it, it is complicated, that it is an impossible challenge, that this truth is far off, that, you know, that something needs to change, that it is anything but easy and accessible. And it's somewhere else. It can't be here. Someone else, it can't be what I am. The good news is that the mind doesn't have to do anything. The mind can continue to do its thing. It will. You don't even have to switch the mind off. But it helps to, rather than follow the mind's complexifying, feel into this now. Feel into this moment beyond the descriptions applied to this moment. Just experience. Engage with this fact of experiencing. Experiencing is happening. It is both infinitely simple because it's accessible, because it's happening, but also, <laughs> this is where it gets a bit paradoxical, it is infinitely complex because it can be anything, because it is appearing in every possible way right now but only the ways in which it's unfolding now. You know, you, you, you only have this infinite field of experiencing as it is. We've got a really interesting situation from this apparent human perspective where these seeming distortions and misinterpretations and stuff slip in. Like, nothing's actually changed other than these ideas about how things are. And these kind of kind of adds this layer of fogginess to it which when investigated into isn't actually there that's why they call it maya it's an illusion it's an illusion of fogginess it's a mirage isn't it yeah and that's kind of too simple for the mind because the mind wants to work it all out it also feels like it needs to do various things in order to get to that place of direct engagement with reality so i don't really deserve to be directly engaged with reality yet i feel like i need to do this and that and i need to practice uh, build up some merit in order to gain enough momentum so i can then be directly with reality <laughs> all of that occurring directly here yeah we seem to be caught in this illusion that there are simply some things that are not reality that are not that gold as a human being because you are reality experiencing yourself as a human being to some extent that's not all you are but it's part of your experience presently yeah of course you want to feel better because feeling that you are trapped in a body and incomplete and deficient programmed to want to find a resolution and and ways to fix things um of course you want to feel better that's just that's just conditioning playing out and you can just see that for what it is as well and have compassion for it but it also pays to be honest with yourself do you want a certain experience 
do you want to experience a certain state, a certain quality of reality? Or do you want the reality of reality? Do you want truth? You see, even if you admit, yeah, I want to experience a certain state. Now, for what purpose? You know, it might just be that you want to feel good. Even in that, there's an intelligence, right? There's something, there's something about that. Like there's wisdom in it. Maybe it's because you know that suffering is not your final state. That limitation is not true. That somehow you're calling yourself back to be at rest, calling yourself home. And you intuit deeply that home is peace. Home is freedom. Home is love. All of those qualities are relatively truer expressions than the superficial distortions that that separateness and, and lack seem to bring. States aren't, like you say, aren't truth. States can be a doorway into truth for sure. Like that so can any state. So it's it's you know there's no limits to the doorways to truth. States are a very easy doorway in my experience into truth because it's like these like that whole the whole window has had a, a real nice clean to it and you can just look through the window and you go, oh, it's very, very obvious now. Um, where it, whereas maybe not being in those states might seem, I only say seem because it's never actually less obvious, might seem to be less obvious. So seeking home, a belonging, you know, a feeling of safety, a feeling of okayness. It's not that there's anything wrong with these things. In a way, that's our sort of navigation system towards these things. We're trying to get these things in perhaps the wrong way. We're trying to, like, get them in objects or various fleeting experiences with situational-based things and objects and drugs, alcohol, whatever else, you know. It's like the rest from the human story, actually. It's a rest. It's a rest. You know what? It, the rest from the human story is all of those things. That's why sleep is so damn nice isn't it it's just uh just rest just let it go for a night <laughs> so this is actually approaching it from that place of rest in a way like you're just putting those concepts and ideas about what this could be to one side for a second and seeing if they actually do have any weight to them if they're true in any way whatsoever and it turns out they're not <laughs> it turns out that it's kind of all made up uh as we go along based on stuff we've learned throughout our life like, and then we just we refer to reality from that perspective we have like reference points of stuff we've learned and the idea we idea mixed with ideas we've had of what things are ourselves create this kind of spaghetti mess of <laughs> what reality is and then we look at reality from that perspective because we could we imagine that it we're just not that and that's the basis of suffering and difficulty and upset, <laughs> you know, just all the basis, all the pain. And <laughs> it's a, you know, the mind is like a, um, it wants to be fed problems. It just, it's like it just, you know, it's like it's food, it's it's fuel. It's like a problem solver. Give me some problems. I want to work them out. I want them really. And then it won't just work them out simply. It wants to carry on the process for as long as possible because it creates its own fuel that way and it's not that it's bad it's just what it does it's just part of the system but it's like give me some give me some problems give me some detective work to do i want to think about this i want to problem solve so obviously 
we can't engage from that level, so to speak. It will just not work. Anytime you're thinking about reality, it's not it's not it, you know. You can't conceptualize reality, you can't think about it, you can't um, work it out. And so what where are you left if you can't work it out? If there's no amount of information you can acquire, there's no amount of problem solving you can do um, that can work it out, that can leave you with a satisfying answer. It just creates more problem solving. It creates more things to work out. It's a never-ending cycle. It's not like a mathematical equation where you just go, ah, that's it, done, you know. Mm. It's infinite, so it will infinitely play that game with you. It will happily play that game with you forever. So that's clearly not the level to approach this from. And, you know, that's coming from my own experience of it where I have tried to approach it from that level, trying to accumulate all information I can, try to problem solve, try to do this and that and everything, you know, everything possible to uh, think my way through it. Like you say, it's too simple and also incredibly intelligent and you could say complex at the same time to for the mind to even begin to entertain it because the mind literally seems to organize infinity it's made of infinity but it's like an infinity organizing zip tool <laughs> you know it's like zipping the uh this all of this infinite information into a tiny box mm. and it's organizing it down and then interpreting it from that level of organization uh, which isn't it isn't it's 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 just a distorted interpretation of the whole thing you know say you take a psychedelic and you go zooming off into the higher quote-unquote higher states of being like where it's all it's not just obvious it's like it can't be possibly misperceived there's no possibility of misperception there because the distortions that are there in the typical state are no longer present so it's like right i can't possibly get this wrong because i mean literally slapped around the face with it and there's actually no other there's no other option than to see it directly it's easier to misinterpret itself from whatever this particular perspective is versus peak psychedelic experience or peak samadhi no possibility of misinterpretation to higher possibility of misinterpretation the misinterpretations themselves are made of <laughs> reality themselves, which is kind of the funny aspect of it. Um, and you've never actually left any particular your layer. You're always the whole, all of the layers at once. Um, so it's so you can't go wrong. But it's kind of like you kind of sometimes for me, for me, it's been beneficial to jump up into those peak states to remind myself of that fact <laughs> that it can never be other than just this and then coming back to human level your mind starts misinterpreting things and or just interpreting in general any interpretation is wrong and you a part of you just goes wait a minute <laughs> these can't both be true the misinterpretation and the direct seeing of truth can't both be true so there must only be direct seeing of truth and any interpretation must be false and then, therefore, you kind of seem through the apparent Maya situation, you know? Yeah, it is more like this kind of flowful, free, spacious intelligence, as you said. And no matter how it seems to be characterised, no matter what the mind seems to call it, it's only, it's only that liquid gold. There are certain experiences that causes 
great suffering and feel heavy and dull and sharp and cloudy and what if even though it's it seemed like this kind of rusty base metal <laughs> what if no matter how it appears it's only this gold only this gold of reality and it isn't stuck it isn't solid it is more like liquid if i were to say to you like where's reality you'd say well this is reality clearly reality is the sum total of all things so reality is here like and what is reality well reality must be this moment and all of what this moment consists so that's easy and accessible you know on a, on a logical level it's like yeah of course it makes sense but then the mind wants to complicate it and say yeah but this part of reality shouldn't be like this it needs to be more in keeping with what i what i consider to be peaceful or loving or whatever don't worry about how you want it to appear what you, what kind of qualities you want to experience what's the actual nature of what's here that's really the the question what's the nature just go down the line of like what's the actual truth of any given experience even what seems to be dull and dark and dense what's the nature of that because that can, even that can be a portal don't have to change it don't have to get rid of it just know it for what it is and you will find that it is only gold because beyond any logic this is all reality you will find the truth you will find the truth of that fact this is only reality notice that experiencing doesn't actually have any associations characterizations concepts stories narratives attached to it they kind of come later as it were they are applied but the raw experiencing and the raw experiences that seem to unfold within this apparently unbounded capacity of experiencing that you you already know so well they are and it is inconceivable there's no way to say exactly what is unfolding there but there is a kind of unfoldment there is an actuality there is a an unavoidable isness it's like you are experiencing you, you know you're experiencing you know you're experiencing and the knowing is experiencing and the you is experiencing that may seem complex it may seem ungraspable and it is ungraspable that may seem like okay like, i can't get my head around that and you can't but you know that you're experiencing you are experiencing so just start there you're already experiencing so again the mind will kind of come in and say but so what so what that i'm experiencing what does that actually mean what does that lead to well it doesn't necessarily lead anywhere and it doesn't necessarily mean anything that's the point but the fact is you are experiencing so go into that the simplicity of experiencing that doesn't need to be quantified or explained but that is immediately accessible because it is happening it's a process there's an aliveness there's a beingness to this experiencing you're experiencing you're switched on you're awake as an awakefulness you're alert you're attentive you're wide open 
even if you're sleepy or even if you're distracted or even if you're you feel lazy or clouded all of that is happening within this wide open experiencing yes being directly with it like that is very different than going via the mind isn't it and yeah <laughs> when you're free of the imagination that reality is what you think it is that this world is what you think it is that any of your experience is what you think it is and you're with like the texture of it directly as it is just just right here in this moment just absolutely as it is right on the cutting edge of the appearance of anything in any way whatsoever almost a sensorial based direct naked engagement with it that that is a totally different way of being with reality reality then just brings you as an apparent separate observer of it brings you into itself and goes look you're always here you're always home you're always me welcome home you're not you were never left <laughs> you thought you would do this thing you're just dreaming within within myself you're just a dream within myself that thought it was outside of myself but welcome back you've woken up <laughs> it's really nothing more than that just being with the direct actuality of this moment the fact that it's real the fact that it's actually happening just to notice how directly you are being with it already directly engaged with that absolutely as it is without diverting off to stories about it interpretations about it you can be directly with that and really feel into that you can feel the palpable aliveness of the creation of universes the creation of all manifestation the power of the sun the way it feels to my experience is the more i do that the more i'm it's like I'm a tuning fork, tuning myself into the harmonic frequency of reality itself. And it just feels like in, in tune with itself then. It's like all, all things that seem to be distorted and off seem to gradually then harmonize themselves. Just through being with it, it's like playing in an orchestra and you're, maybe your violin's a little bit off. And just through listening to everyone else and gradually making micro adjustments, you're then suddenly perfectly in line with the entire symphony. And you're like, oh, it didn't take any effort. It just took a few just natural micro adjustments, naturally being with it, you know, the intelligence that's already there that then makes you adjust, you know, the way you're playing the instrument. And that's kind of how it is with this. You just, the more you're directly with it, the more it's naturally adjusting to itself it's healing by just being <laughs> so if you're being with it you're directly be with, be with sort of the feeling presence of this moment you know not those words necessarily whatever words work for you just how knowing just just that knowingness prior to words that you're alive and existing experiencing not alive as something just alive like the fact you can hear these words <laughs> Just the fact you can feel anything, the fact you can see anything, just that fact, stay with that fact before going into, well, that's just hearing, that's just seeing, that's just, I'm listening to someone else. No, just, no, just staying with that direct fact. That's working on a, a high level of intelligence with it. It's a different type of intelligence. It's not like, you know, it, intellectual, typical human intelligence like a physicist or mathematician type intelligence it's like direct 
reality intelligence like i said like to be quite poetic about it but it's the intelligence that creates universes that creates the laws of physics and gravity and everything else you know that, that creates light that creates the heat from the sun it's that kind of intelligence direct intelligence that doesn't need explanations that just is it's the is intelligence it's the isness being with it like that is is it tells you as in it tells itself as you what it is but it's not something you can say and it's not something you can think about and you can ponder and go oh that's interesting thanks for telling me these words are all dualistic but just to kind of put some words on it it's almost like a direct transmission from reality to itself it's like you know the transmission of the guru being with the student just through hanging out with the guru you will get that transmission apparently and if you hang around with reality <laughs> as it is directly engaged not going veering off into the stories it will trans happily transmit what it is which can't be put into words it does that automatically just through this engagement so it's not like you have to be with it and then think about how you're being with it or anything like this it's kind of just like just keep coming back you can slip off you can you know start thinking about your life and you can find yourself back in the story mode of things and that's fine and you can come back and, re and directly engage with it once again and then you can maybe engage with it and on a subtler level realizing that the story mode actually is it as well and then you can keep doing that and go through this cycle of oh i've lost it i found it i've lost it i found it until the lines begin to blur a bit <laughs> and it becomes clearer and clearer what it is without words it's you know some refer to it as knowing you and i have referred to it as a knowing before and it is a kind of knowing it's like knowing that am i breathing right now you know it's no one needs to explain to me that i'm breathing you know it's that kind of knowing it's a direct it's a directness a helpful uh sort of visualization of this um that peter brown says is to say you're trying to find out what water is you stick your hand in the bath of water, for example. <laughs> That's very much in line with the way we're talking about being with this experience. You're sort of feeling directly into it. It's because you get the feel of that, don't you? You, go, you just know water. No one has to come and explain to you what water is. You just know it in that moment. It's just there, a direct experience. That's quite a useful way of um, sort of approaching this, I'd say. Yeah. If you just consider in meditation or just throughout your day when you feel interested and or it feels meaningful for you to do so, just consider what meaning are you applying to what's here? It doesn't really matter what you go into or find the same gold. So, of course, it, we don't want to suffer, do we? So inquire into what's what's painful or what's what's causing suffering, apparently. Notice the meaning applied, the words, the definitions, the implications, the, the self-concepts associated with that meaning. That's the narrative. That's the story, the first layer. It seems like the first layer of this experience, but really it's not. It's always something applied. So go deeper. Go beyond. Delve into it through delabeling not giving significance to 
the meaning level and be interested in the actual composition, how it appears to you. Break it down into its building blocks, into its more fundamental composition, its characteristics, its, its qualities, the words, the location of this experience, the size, the shape, the color, the weight, the speed, the texture of the elements, and then beneath even those building blocks, just feel it as raw, non-interpretive experience just feel it for what it is beneath any kind of conceptualization feel it don't even be concerned with what is feeling it who is feeling it how it is that you're feeling just feel it and you will therefore unlock that liquid gold as you reclaim or re-know the essence of that experience that was apparently imprisoned by the concepts. You may then know it as energy, as reality, as awareness, as consciousness, as experiencing, as self, as God, but not on a conceptual level, <laughs> on no level, just aligning with what is true. So if experience is interpreted as stuckness, depression, what you are attempting to, or the mind is attempting to describe isn't actually stuckness or depression if you're interpreting this as bliss joy then it isn't actually <laughs> bliss or joy it is beyond any kind of description and meaning the more it kind of becomes neutral energy and you're able to reclaim what feels like stuck energy and know it for what it is, it dissolves. Really, the energy doesn't dissolve. The energy continues to be what it is. But what dissolves are the, the meanings, the associations, the stories, the self-concepts. That's the freedom. Freedom isn't a new state. It is the dissolution of any given state. Being with things this way I've found it very healing of course it's going to be healing when you realize that there was never really a problem and you realize that all problems are made of this one amazing transcendent beyond amazing substance <laughs> you, you can relax <laughs> it's okay to store those those little playouts those scenarios are all just absolutely fine to play out because they've lost all of their weight it's like it's like having a lucid dream and you go oh i know i'm dreaming it's like that kind of thing it's like, oh it's lost all its weight yet it's still the wonder is there the good stuff is still there you know it's not you don't lose anything it's just the weight from it is gone the grippiness from it has gone you know from there it sort of loosens it it kind of untangles these this side of imaginary tangled knot of energy it sort of untangles it because it was never really tangled so you're sort of going backwards you reverse engineering as you've said in previous episode and you then it untangles it becomes freer and when it's freer it becomes easier and easier to see what it actually is it's no longer taking the shape it was you know it's no longer sort of objectified in the same way it's kind of more 
amorphous it's more vague it's more what is this i don't actually know what this is i mean you can see that and then you can look really investigate that itself and go oh wow that's infinity it's openness it's amazement it's the same thing as you know the shining of a of a thousand stars or whatever <laughs> you know it's like that it's that life itself you know if you find that you can't see it don't don't it's not to beat yourself up with it about it if you can't see it as anything other than via strong identification with pain that's fine let yourself off the hook have some compassion for yourself come back to it next time and maybe next time you've acquired a little bit of kind of strength in that direction a bit of momentum a bit of skill or something that then you can look at it a bit deeper and you can see it a little bit more clearly the willingness to investigate into it at all is like your foot in the door you know it's it's i think it's important to have compassion and kindness towards yourself with this and not let it become heavy it's just open investigation continuous investigation you know and investigation might include oh i couldn't investigate it very far today because it was, i was really struggling with it and that's part that's also part of the investigation investigate into that nothing is lost nothing's lost in reality it's it's um it's all valuable there's a really nice quote here from Rumi. He says, you knock at the door of reality. You shake your thought wings, loosen your shoulders and open. And that's really what we're talking about. We're always knocking at the door of reality. I mean, whether we know it or not, we are reality because all is reality. And we're always attempting to come home, to walk through the door into what we are and we have never left what we are but we seem to be in a situation where we believe we are astray we're cut off we're removed we're someplace else that isn't reality that isn't home so he says you shake your thought wings so you loosen those concepts and that's what we've been talking about you you feel beyond the meaning and any characterization, any characteristics applied into the energetic experience of this moment, that the felt sense, non-interpretive experiencing of this moment, you loosen your shoulders, like, you know, just relax. Like you always say, full spectrum relaxation that will help you discern and find clarity and, and recognize like the deeper truth of this the deeper nature of this there's only one nature and all is that but as far as appreciating just to change metaphors the depth of the ocean you you kind of have to delve into the ocean because the superficial waves are always changeful and transient and you could assume and conclude that looking at one wave gives you a full appreciation of the entirety of the ocean and it doesn't that's just one finite expression of the entirety of the ocean so what you have to do is delve into the water and and what is this what is this stuff then it really doesn't matter how reality appears reality can go on appearing as it will as you will because you are that it presents itself in a multiplicity of ways that's really okay because it is only itself as Peter Brown often says, it never departs from itself and never leaves itself. 
it never becomes, becomes other than itself. Of course, I'm talking about you, reality. Yeah, another quote here from Rumi. He says, your longing for me is my message to you. All your attempts to reach me are in reality my attempts to reach you. So because you are reality, you're attempting to reach yourself. When you realize you are reality, you stop seeking reality because you are it. You're already directly engaged and it's not about even trying to engage with it or align with it. You are engaged because you know you're experiencing and that knowing, as I said, is the experiencing. So you're experiencing, experiencing. And if anything, if anything, it's only about noticing, only about noticing what already is, not about making something happen or changing something. This whole situation of trying to find reality is a dog chasing its tail, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. just a classic dog t- chasing its tail. It already, it's got the tail because it is the tail. <laughs> the tail's <laughs> part of it. Let's try and get the thing that it thinks isn't part of it. It's like, it's going to be ch- chasing around circles forever. Stop and see that you've already got the tail. You already are the tail. <laughs> you already are reality. It's almost too simple to be appreciated by the mind, isn't it? There's kind of like this little thing in the mind isn't there that goes if it doesn't jump out at you and just start singing (laughs) with like choirs of angels and you know Mm. just like feels like total ecstatic bliss immediately you go well i must have done it wrong it doesn't feel like god let go of expecting it to be a certain way because whatever way it appears is it it's just we're exploring it directly from a neutral perspective. We're not trying to make it be one way or the other by exploring it this way. It may be that you feel into it. The realization of what it truly is may be ecstatic, it, but it might not. It might just be a very simple kind of recognition and kind of like a, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, but without the words, you know, and sort of a non-intellectual realization of what that is. Or it might jump out at you. There's no way of saying how it is. It is that's more to do with the mind's reaction to it in a way. That's more like an after the fact kind of excitement of what's happened. Of like, oh yeah, I get it. So that's kind of worth watching out for because it doesn't need to be any way other than it is. The only thing that wants it to be different is the mind. The only thing that wants it to be any different is the mind. Reality has no problem with anything that is going on within itself. And this is a di- like, well, impossible thing for the mind to get. As these words are great. I love using words like God and, you know, um, infinity, you know, just like this miraculous presence or whatever. It, I love using romantic, poetic words in describing reality because it is amazing. But it's... You've got to, in a way, you've got to let go of all of that. Or if you're just directly exploring it, you've got to let go of any words or what, because there's always a subtle, a subtle um, interpretation of a word, even like below the radar. Like you say, God, and there's, there's always something below the radar that expects God to be a certain way. But God is whatever it is, <laughs> and that's the fact. Because how else is it appearing? It's it's made of God, so it doesn't need to be blissful ecstatic etc approaching it from that in that way you know with a sense of almost a sense of humility a sense of like neutrality 
just kind of like right I'm really just genuinely like a scientific first hand first person exploration into direct experience nothing exciting just regular old direct experience don't expect anything from it that's kind of I'd say a beneficial way to explore it if you've got some pre conceived idea of what that is that you're looking into it's um you're gonna you're gonna push it towards being that you're going to try and push it into that way of being and it's not it's actually not helpful it actually it, it it not that there's any blocks in reality but in this sense in the feeling tone of the exploration it kind of does block that it does block the what is there to come really come forth to really show itself um but it's always the same reality just patiently waiting for us to engage with it as itself (laughs) and notice what is already the case and if you really earnestly look into your experience deeply you will see the same thing eventually that it's all like that 